0: Welcome to The World in 10, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from across the world, written by our correspondents and contributors at The Times of London. I'm Anna Cunningham.
2: And I'm Nick Ellaby.
0: Today, the aftermath of that destroyed dam in Ukraine. Tens of thousands flee floodwaters.
2: We've got The Times' take on the sports story which has shocked the world how Saudi Arabia bought the game of golf.
0: Prince Harry's had his second day in court in London, being cross-examined for his phone hacking case against a British media group and claiming he once found a tracking device on the car of his ex-girlfriend.
2: And how has Beyonce got Dutch archaeologists banned from Egypt? All that coming up.
0: Nick, let's start in southern Ukraine today and the aftermath of the collapse of a critical dam on the Dnipro River in Kherson. It was in a Russian-occupied town. And, well, in terms of volume, this was the largest Soviet-era reservoir in Ukraine.
2: As always, with these stories coming out of Ukraine, I cannot imagine myself in this situation, but that's the sound of a house collapsing into the floodwaters. Still unclear what caused the collapse, but both Russia and Ukraine have blamed each other. Tens
0: of thousands are still stranded. The Times' foreign correspondent Mark Bennett has been covering Russia and Ukraine since 2015, and he's been speaking to some of those trying to flee the floodwaters.
1: If you're on the Russian-controlled side of the river, um, reports say that people there have spent the night in trees on the roofs of their homes and they're not really being offered much assistance in the way of evacuation by Russian occupying forces. Um, Some people have been able to cross over the river from the Russian um, side of the Dnieper to Kherson, the, the city of Kherson, which has been under Ukrainian control since it was liberated in November. Um, but this is also very risky because there's intense shelling taking place. Um, these people are coming across in boats where reports say that they are then being taken to special centres and checked against Ukrainian police records to make sure that they're not Russian agents. In uh, Herson, the, the regional capital, which is also flooded, rescue workers trying to evacuate people under... Uh, Intense shelling. Uh, I spoke to a volunteer rescue worker who told me that the 10 floor block of flats where he and other um, rescue workers have been staying have been shelled five times overnight.
0: That's Mark Bennett's foreign correspondent for The Times of London. <laughs>
2: So this sports story caught absolutely everyone on the hop yesterday, even the Times journalists, who are usually pretty good about getting a whiff of these things before they are announced. And apparently even the Live Golf CEO, Greg Norman, didn't know about this. Anna, tell us more.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's quite incredible that this didn't leak in advance. But the Saudi-backed breakaway Live Golf League announced a merger with the existing american and european tours and that really brings an end to all the legal ongoing disputes that there have been but uh, certainly not an end to some new problems nick
2: no and we're running out of time to talk about them potentially the times chief sports writer owen slots column when we came in earlier was the second best read thing on the times website now He says some of these players, like Rory McIlroy, who stuck with the existing PGA and DP World Tours and spoke out against Liv and the rebels and the Saudi government and their money and whether they players should be right to take it or not, those guys have been hung out to dry here. The piece that has broken out is not about... People in Gulf going, Oh, okay, we've thought about Saudi Arabia and actually we think that it's okay and we've studied their human rights, so there's not a problem there. It's just not that it's not that at all. That the, the the piece that's broken out is a financial agreement about power and control, and it's about one one lot, including that they were losing power and control and going, Right, we've got to we've got a we've got a shift here and doing so in order to retain it.
0: Nick, the human rights group Amnesty international has described this announcement as they said further evidence of saudi arabian efforts to draw attention away from the country's human rights record known as sports washing
2: well yeah exactly this is exactly what sports washing is and and the saudi arabia has basically just bought a whole sport they started with events putting on the f1 grand prix hosting huge boxing matches They're now trying to buy up a lot of top football players around the world and expand their football league. And here they've put themselves at the top of world golf. So the governor of the Saudi PIF fund, the head of LIV, is Yassir El-Ramayan, and he's the chair of this new golf entity that we'll see set up over the next few weeks and probably a couple of months. So Owen Slot says these conversations that we're having here need to start happening elsewhere now. Conversations about the rights and wrongs of of human rights in Saudi Arabia like when you go through the door you're having that conversation but once you're in the room it's done so we've got maybe a short period of just arriving going through the door and getting on with it but then it's done I I think we just we just move on and you know that's the the problem of being washed away that's sports washing
0: Prince Harry's been back in court in London again today. He's been giving his final evidence in his High Court case against a British publishing group, the Mirror Group Newspapers. Nick, just remind us what this is all about and what are the big takeaways been from his appearance in court today?
2: Well, He's accusing the publisher of using illegal methods to get information for their stories. And the big one is phone hacking, which is something the group deny. Today in court, Harry said he wants all this to end the abuse of himself and Meghan. He's basically on a one-man mission to curb how the British press goes about getting stories. He also told the court today he once found a tracking device on the car of his ex-girlfriend, Chelsea Davey, who split up with him. He blames the press intrusion for that breakup, and he alleges that the tracker was placed there by a private investigator. The UK media is not that sympathetic towards harry at the moment there's no proof of a lot of these claims and the stories they've been through but obviously these are complaints against the press and they're not going to give him an easy ride are they so i've just come down to the engine room of the times floor 11 i'm here with the foreign desk's deputy editor susie jagger susie what's coming up tomorrow so Italy um, has launched a cube-shaped croissant, which has become something of a sensation in places such as Turin. It's being dubbed the Krubic. Um, I suppose you could say, if you were being generous, that it's a quest for novelty and not a gimmick. Um, But apparently um, this um, kind of um, uh, innovation, if you'd call it that, has been done in Sweden and in London, and it's a trend to be distinctive. Um, And it's a take on the Italian uh, croissant, which is uh, a cornetto, which is just rolled pastry, fat in the middle, but with lots of cream. And you say it's not a gimmick. Is this going to be not another flash in the pan like the cronut that seems to have come and gone? I'm afraid to say it probably will be, but there's a bit of a fuss about it at the moment. I just wanted to touch finally on this uh, great story in the Times World section that Dutch archaeologists are banned from Egypt... And it's all Beyoncé's fault.
0: Steady on. It's not exactly all Beyoncé's fault. But uh, there is a new exhibition at the Dutch National Museum of Antiquities, which explores ancient Egypt through jazz, it says here, soul and funk music, showing the significance of that time and place in the work of musicians from the African diaspora.
2: There are images of beyonce as queen nefertiti and eddie murphy as well as ramesses that's from a michael jackson music video the exhibition's called kemet meaning the black land now this has prompted the latest twist in a kind of culture war over the representation of ancient egyptians as black africans egypt's el faga newspaper calls the exhibition highly provocative Saying it needs an explainer to rebuff charges of propagating what they're calling Afrocentric ideas that try to rob the ancient Egyptian civilization of its people. But as a result, Dutch archaeologists are now banned from the Saqqara burial ground near Cairo, which is home to the earliest pyramids.
0: And uh, the museum's director has invited the Egyptians to come and see the exhibition.
2: Sounds a bit petty. Maybe they'll all just work it out. <laughs>
0: That's it for today from the Times' World in 10 podcast.
2: We're back tomorrow. Rising sea levels, extreme weather patterns, extinctions of species. Our planet needs protecting. I'm Adam Vaughan, the Environment Editor for The Times, and this is Planet Hope from The Times, in partnership with Rolex and its Perpetual Planet Initiative. In this podcast, we hear from leading experts from around the world who are committed to finding solutions. These explorers, scientists, entrepreneurs, and citizens are committed to a common goal, to protect our home, Earth. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: ACAST powers the world's best podcasts.